loves, welcome to the Manifest Love Manifest podcast, the podcast that will transform your mindset and amplify your vibration through mindset, manifestation, and energetics. I'm your host, Poonam Patel, the founder of Solify Biz Box. So grab your cup of coffee, join me on this chat, and let's talk about all things law of attraction. Hey everyone, let's talk about some of my favorite tools for manifestation. And you know, I do want to say there's a lot that goes into manifestation. There's really different process steps. It's not just a one-step thing. Um, there's the whole limiting beliefs, keeping your thoughts positive, keeping your vibration high, keeping um, uh, setting your goals, stating your desire out loud, right? There's so many different steps to manifestation. However, um, there's this one tool when we talk about what are the what are your best manifestation tools, I'm really talking about directing all your thoughts towards your desire in a way that you are making that desire really potent you're communicating to the universe that i really really want this and you are um almost magnetizing that goal in a way that you bring your future um that future that you want to manifest in the here and the now so that's really what i want to talk about today when when we talk about tools i'm not really talking about limiting beliefs or your present rather than the fun uh, act of manifestation So there's a lot of tools that you can use for this. One of the best, I think, is visualization. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast and if you're interested in manifestation, you have likely heard about visualization. One of the earliest works in Law of Attraction was by Wallace T. Waddles. It was The Science of Getting Rich. And that was followed by Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. These two books describe law of attraction. And both these books also talked about the importance of visualization, about how visualizing can really help you manifest your outcomes. Um, it is so funny. I I remember, okay, I remember there was a time when I was in India. And this, I have been doing this since a child. I'm not I'm not a very visual person, but for, uh, for some reason, I always had this one scene in my head that I always pictured and visualized. I always um, pictured me um, in a supermarket buying groceries. And it was really strange because the only place where I saw supermarkets was in American movies at the time, right? It was in um, American or British movies. And I did not know what a supermarket looked like because back in the day, during that time in India, we had um, those markets on the streets, right? We never really had the concept of a supermarket at the time. But for some reason, uh, that scene just stuck out to me and I would visualize it without even understanding what that meant. And I never had any plans to come to America. Never, ever. In fact, if someone would ask me, it was, it was um, the thing to do um, during that time, so if I remember correctly, um, people after they finished school, they would think about going to America for higher education or going to America for work experience. And when people asked me, I just said, no, you know, I really love my life in India. Why am I going to go to America? And fast forward a couple of years, I met a boy. And we fell madly in love with each other at a very young age. We were like totally head over heels in love with each other. And I did not even know at the time. He told me two years later that he had a green card. And around that time, 9-11 happened. And 9-11 happened. And um, 
you know, with uh, when you have a green card, but you're still not living in America, you're living in another country, there's a process where you have to come to America every year to get your passport stamped so that your green card stays valid. Otherwise, you lose your green card. And um, around 9-11, his parents and him, you know, his entire family took a trip to America to get their passport stamped and turned out that the immigration officers took his father's passport, I mean, his pas- his father's green card away. And he said that, the um you can't just keep holding on to a green card uh, unless you're going to settle over here so you have to make a decision if you want to settle here or not and if you if you don't then you can always come back to america on a tourist visa but you can't hold on to a green card you you know you're taking up someone else's uh spot who may really need one so they had to make a decision and within a few months they packed up and they moved to america and of course, a couple of months later, it was time for me to go to college. And I said, you know, maybe I can I can do college in America. We'll see where this thing goes. And I packed up and I left. I, of course, you know, it was a silly decision that made by an 18-year-old. But that, that decision changed the course of my entire life. And it really manifested for me visualizing this one scene. I kid you not. The grocery store near my current house looks exactly, exactly like what I had pictured as a child. Exactly. The shelves are exactly there. The cart looks exactly the same. It's just, it's just crazy and it's eerie to a point. So visualization is really powerful. And all these books, they talk about the power of visualization. I have experienced it myself. Um, I uh, There's this uh, amazing book. It's called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And uh, it really goes into subconscious and how powerful subconscious is. Um, uh, he as well, he talks about how important visualization is. So, of course, one of the easiest ways to visualize is, um, you know, you close your eyes and um, you visualize in sharp detail and vivid colors exactly what it is that you want materialize in your life and um you feel you feel that scene with all your senses as if you are there right so you smell the scent you um uh, visualize the picture you you feel you touch things right It, it has to be as real as possible but some of us were not as good as uh, we're not as visual. It's really hard to visualize when you have not really been there. So some of the things, some of the things that you can do in order to make sure that your visualization is successful is you can, um, it's called, I forget what the what the official term is, but it's it's really called, you, you kind of almost, um, yeah, I remember now, it's called streaming. So what you do with streaming is you write that, you write whatever it is that you want to visualize on a piece of paper. So that way you have your entire scene laid out and you do this in excruciating detail. You want to know, say, if you're trying to manifest a house, you want to write down exactly what your house looks like. What are the tiles like? What is the cabinet like? What is uh, the fridge like? What is your backyard like? Right? Everything in detail. And then you go into the visualization exercise. Now, um, what I've also found to be very useful, and this is from the works of Jose Silva. Jose Silva is, um, uh, he is, he has these meditations and he, um, does these alphabet things in the background there are these alphabet sounds and these, uh, specific meditations and they're really, really powerful. 
And what Jose Silva uh, in his meditation says that when you visualize something, uh, try to raise your uh, head to like a 10 to 15 degree angle, right? And then visualize it that way. Because what happens when you do that is you really uh, go into that alpha wavelength. And when you do, when you're in your alpha state, you almost, your connection to the divine or your um, uh, connection to the subconscious is much more strengthened. So that visualization materializes even faster. Now, uh, Jose Silva goes into a lot of advanced techniques and I I don't want to go into that uh, here just yet because uh, they can get a little detailed, but this is the basic premise of it so when you try to visualize you know try to uh if you're just um sitting up and doing it try to raise your head a little and um then visualize and you will you will notice you will notice um how fast some of these things do happen uh the other tool that i love using and this one works better for me than just straight visualization it's called a vision board or mood boards and you know you take a couple of photos of whatever it is that you want to materialize and you just hold on to it observe every picture and visualize um using that however this technique this this technique was really i think it became famous in uh, the secret right in that movie and a lot of people who try it say that you know i tried that and it did not work and there's a reason why it doesn't work for everyone. It's because people just think that visualization is um, the end of it, but it's not. It's really the beginning. You have to do so many things, right? Like we have to make sure that our thoughts are clear. We have to make sure vibration is high. Like manifestation is a lifestyle. And if you just do vision board by itself, um, it may or may not happen depending on how big your desire is and how consistently you're doing it. So, um, when it comes to vision board, what I have found to be very, very successful is to go big. You want to put in all these desires that really light you up. And when you do that, I one of the hacks that I use is I also put a picture of me and my family or whoever I want in that future with me on the vision board. And then I... Um, Whenever when when I look at each picture, I imagine all of us in that scene while I'm looking at it because it's so much more easier to visualize when all those pictures are right in front of you. You don't really have to make up this imaginary kitchen in your head. That kitchen may be right in front of you. You don't have to make up an imaginary car in your head. It's right there. You can just um, visualize your picture. Sometimes if you forget what certain people look like, I think this happens with people who are not very visual. You know, you uh, you can't really visualize yourself in your head. Then having that picture on that vision board will help you visualize yourself in that picture because both of those photos are right there. So you can try this technique. One of the other things that I've also found very, very helpful is to put on like a trance-like music in the background or something that helps you get into the alpha state. And when you do that, um, visualization, again, it's more potent because you're in it. And the whole, the ultimate goal of visualization at the end of it, you want to feel a high. 
right? Almost like an emotional high where you come out of it thinking, wow, this was amazing. I was there and I was there and this is going to happen, right? You want to be on cloud nine to the point where your joy almost feels uncomfortable because you're so joyous, you're more joyous than you have ever, ever been in your life. Okay, so um, I hope that helps. That is visualization. And the second tool that I love for fueling desires is scripting. Scripting is um, more of a journaling tool where you just sit down and you journal exactly what do you want your future to look like, right? So you maybe start out by saying today is... um, this date in this year and I'm so grateful and happy now that I have and then you start going into the scene and when you write down you will notice that all the details flow on paper much more easily very similar to visualization however instead of just visualizing it you're writing it down and I often get asked the question that what is more powerful? Is it journaling or is it visualization? I mean is it scripting or visualization and the answer is it's up to you In what format can you feel the feelings more, right? What is more, what is more potent to you? And you do that. Um, What I have noticed is people who are very strong with their communication. So if they have a very strong uh, throat chakra, they may prefer scripting better and it probably works for them better too. However, people who are most strong at visualizing things, um, they may be better with um, visualization. So if you have a strong um, third eye chakra, then, you know, visualization is likely a better option for you. Uh, The other thing, again, with scripting, you want to put that trance music in the background. And once you do, you get into the alpha space and just keep scripting. And a lot of people try to script for five minutes. That's not enough because it's not like visualization. You're writing the scenes down. That takes a long amount of time, right? So give yourself that time to script. Dedicate at least 20 to 30 minutes to the process. And you will notice huge differences. Like when I have, I visualize for most of the part, but When I script as well, I've noticed miraculous things happening. Like things just shift for me out of nowhere. And um, scripting scripting is as powerful as, as visualization, if not more. So definitely give it a try. So uh, again, with these two techniques, this doesn't really take care of limiting beliefs. So if you're over there visualizing a scripting, but your inner being or your subconscious says, no, this is bullshit, this can never happen, then it won't happen, right? So you want to take care of those limiting beliefs. So say, if you're visualizing, if you're scripting, and you feel any resistance come coming up that, oh, there's no way I can do all this, this is crazy, or something along those lines, Start using a clearing belief technique like you can use either EFT or um, you can just journal on why did you feel that way, right? So try to get that out of your system because until you clear that resistance, your uh, fueling of desires is not going to work because that uh, certainty factor is gone out of the equation. Okay, so uh, this was a real quick episode on fueling your desires using some of my top manifestation techniques and I hope this helps. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.